Do you wish your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted, to experience freedom, and we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to Fearless Together. Isn't it interesting when you're, it's like October, you're going to a store and you see like Christmas trees and everything all laid out in their like glorious wintery splendor? Oh, I love it. I do too. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm one of those weird people that it's like, I know we're not even in Thanksgiving realm yet, but I'm like, Christmas! Yeah, I, I, I love Christmas too. I'm kind of Buddy the Elfish, but like really cool. Except... Buddy the Elf is already cool. Well, I, okay, yes. So I'm like that. Did you cool. see those inflatables that yes. they have now? Buddy the Elf? I hope everyone saw those inflatables because those are fantastic. We need one of those. We really do. But the business is so, okay, I, I, I've i heard so many people, and I've been this person before, but I kind of like, this seems ridiculous to me. Like it's, <laughs> like, just, it's a bit too early, it seems, right? It seems greedy. Like you, you see these stores and you're like, they're just trying, you know, but there's actually a good reason. And, uh, I mean, if you think from like a customer's perspective, right, like people get ready for the holidays pretty early. Now, maybe not October early, but they get pretty, you start planning ahead. I mean, even me, I'm, I'm one of those, like I'm a, a November Christmas shopper. I, I pretty much have all of my Christmas shopping done though. So let's be completely clear here. Cause I think most people would be like, I'm a November Christmas shopper, but that's because they're thinking black Friday, but your Christmas shopping is wrapped up. Well before Black Friday, usually. Oh, right? oh, absolutely. Yeah. I just love Christmas, so I'm just that enthusiastic. I mean, being completely honest, we probably have some Christmas presents already. We in do. Our, yeah, yeah. I have a I have a box in the closet that the kids don't know about. Shh, don't tell them; they might be listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, we we have our Christmas shopping done early, and I mean, even I mean, we're starting to get close to Easter. Yeah. And I mean, but we've been doing, getting some of the Easter stuff out of the way, you know, long before, you know, the end of March. Oh yeah. We've got our Easter plan. I mean. And not only because there's a global pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, you know, I, I even just today was, um, looking at more little Easter egg fillers and things for the boys. And I, I made sure I'm like, well, how far away are we from Easter? And we're about two weeks away. And it's like. Well, that's that's cutting it close for me. <laughs> yeah, and, and one of the other things that we so those are some of the reasons when it comes to like from the customer perspective is they're they're trying to like get pre prepared. But when you think of like the the customer perspective and then the business perspective, you've got the customers who for the most part because of work and everything are usually only able to shop on the weekend. So like once Sunday is over, they're usually not really shopping until the following Saturday. Yeah. So there's that five day gap that gets lost right there. So it's like, you know, it's not this like beautifully consistent shopping throughout the week, but then you also have like business logistics. You've got factories that are producing this stuff. Mm -hmm. You've got, uh, you have to get everything through, you know, for like, let's think of like Walmarts and stuff, get stuff on trucks and boats and everything to get them to the distribution centers. And then the distribution centers get it out to the stores and they have to be, you know, put onto the shelves. Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff that needs to happen. Lots of overlap. Right. And they have to make sure that come November when I'm shopping Christmas time or January when I'm ready for Valentine's Day, that I already have a place that I can go to get the stuff that I'm looking for. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because it doesn't really make sense to to have, like, a, let's say for Thanksgiving, to have Thanksgiving stuff up 
to Thanksgiving. Like, obviously they're going to because they have just residual inventory, but they're not going to be, like, restocking the shelves. Like, the day before Thanksgiving, they're not restocking the shelves with, like, fresh shipments of Thanksgiving merchandise. Like, right. it, it doesn't make sense to do it that way because by that point, most of the customers, when you think of, like, the average customer, they've already bought the stuff that they need. It's already there. It's already hanging on the walls ready for their in-laws to make fun of and, <laughs> and everyone to argue about. Right. You've got the last minute shoppers and it's really like they have slim pickings at that point. You know, whatever's left is, is left. Yeah. Otherwise it's just clearance the next day. Yeah. And, and so you, you need to have the things in stock for when the customers actually before the customers are ready to start shopping for it, because mm-hmm. there's the, you're going to have your customers that they are ready. They want stuff now and if you don't have it, they're going to go elsewhere and get it. And that's, right. that's a big problem, you know? And, and so all businesses have uh, a level of seasonality to them, whether it's because, um, you're getting the merchandise in, the in merchan- on your shelves. Yeah. You've got specific merchandise things, or maybe it's, you have the same stuff in, but you're running sales. Like a lot of stores do. They'll run sales to, you know, cover a, a certain holiday or your business might be sadly seasonal because it takes a dip during Christmas time. Like I could imagine a lot of like consulting and coaching businesses probably dip during like the Christmas time because people aren't really getting as much consulting and coaching because they're busy, you know, shopping and getting ready for the big Christmas and holiday right. season. Um, so, I mean, all businesses do have a level of, of seasonality to them. And that includes online businesses, right? Absolutely does include. And, and our business certainly has that that I don't want to call it a problem because honestly seasonality for us is usually a good thing. We get really massive bumps in traffic. We're experiencing that right now. But, um, I mean, that kind of brings me to, to what you were talking about earlier. You know, you were recognizing something about Easter. Yeah. We're, we're two weeks away here from Easter and we have a site that we actually try and kind of keep up with, with the uh, holidays throughout the year. And so I pretty much realized I'm like, well, we're two weeks away from Easter. I guess I'm done. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, whatever, it's, it's, whatever Easter may have already passed for us. Easter's passed. We got to move on. Yeah. Because, uh, in addition to people, you know, they're finishing up looking for what they're depending on what the article is about. They may not need that information anymore because they're already past that point in the, you know, buying cycle or whatever for Easter. But, um, on top of it, you've got, um, just, the, the getting into the search engines, like with our articles and, and I try not to go right. too far into SEO, but um, all articles, people want to be found inside of Google and it, it can take a little while for Google to crawl your articles. Yes. I know some SEOs are probably listening saying you can, you can have it force indexed force index is when you tell Google, Hey, I published a new article, go put it into your search engine. But we're pretending that everyone's like me. <laughs> exactly. But it, it regardless, even if you do get it indexed into the search engine, it's not necessarily going to rank very highly and people won't find it. Like it's good to get your content into the search engines early so that it has time to kind of hang out there and Google can kind of move it up and down and figure out where it's going to end up in the results. Right. You know, so you've got that lag. And then, um, on top of it, you know, you want, so you got the lag to get into the search engines and then you hopefully get it into the search engines before people are looking for it. Because once they look for it, you want them to find it and then share it to Facebook, Twitter, and all the other social media sites. So there's this kind of giant lag. And when you're two weeks before the holiday, like that's, that's it. Like you're, you're pretty much done you're not going to get new content out and have it do anything meaningful for you. And I know we've been having this problem for years where you know, holidays would get closer and closer. And I'm like, I, 
I need to write this article. This is a great article for our site. I'm going to try and write it as quickly as possible and then try and get it published. But the fact is we're, you know, days away. Is it even worth it at that point for me to, to try and publish it before Easter in two days or whatever it be? Yeah. And I mean, our business has grown also since all of that too. So like, and it like you're talking about writing the article yourself, but we now have a whole system. We've got employees and a system, like a writing system where we put ideas into the front and then content comes out the back. Right. And Which means we have to really be ahead of the ball game because we have to make sure that there are articles being written by our writers months in advance. And then they have to go through our editor, like... There's a, a whole lead before an article is even ready to go out onto our websites, mm-hmm. let alone be indexed and everything. So, um, so when it comes to content sites, especially as you scale, it can get very difficult trying to like manage it. And so that kind of leads us to like, so what are, what are our solutions to, yeah. to avoid these issues? How do we fix the problem? Because How do we fix the problem? And, and we have for, for a lot of cases, we've, we've done a lot of things here to fix it, but, we're only just really getting used to this with, especially with the writing. Yeah. Know? I mean, our, our, we've had this problem for a decade now. I mean, it's one of those things that's easy to forget about. And I, the really that one of the best uh, solutions to this, it's called an editorial calendar where you are always planning out what's what you're publishing and you can take into account all of your different lead times and stuff. How long does it take for us to get an article out on average? Okay. So, if I want it published by this date, then I need to have it done and written and edited by this date. So that's my deadline for my editor to have it done. And you just keep sticking with your editorial calendar. That way you're always looking forward and going, oh, okay, these holidays or these seasons are coming up. I need to make sure or events, you know, a lot of people have event seasonal content. Um, so you want to make sure that you're just kind of keeping track of what's in front of you so that you can plan for it. And then you take into account all of your, you know, all your little lead time things that are going to slow you down from hitting that deadline, you know? And then once you do launch the content, uh, something I'll say it's newish that we've gotten into has been kind of really actively promoting our content via like push notifications and emails. Yeah. And again, that's kind of, that one's a little difficult because you're threading a needle, right? Like you're trying to get the content out in, in front of, you know, all these real people's eyes. Like these are real people opening up their Gmail accounts or looking at their cell phones to see these notifications. So you want to push this content out early so it gets into the search engines, but you don't want to shove an email like a month and a half or two months before to your, you know, readers who are going to like, why are you sending this to me right the now? People, the people who are, you know, at the store in October who are, frustrated by the Christmas decorations. Yeah. You, yeah. You don't want to send the Christmas article to that person. No, because <laughs> you know? they'll be quite upset with you. Yeah. So your actual editorial calendar, while you might be publishing on date X, you may not be promoting on that same date because there's a very big difference to letting Google know about a Christmas article versus telling someone in October about it. You know, it's, it's, it's not the right time. It's not the right time. And that's definitely something that you need to consider in all of this. It, I, you know, obviously I'm, I'm not trying to make this sound like a calculus problem. Like it's not, it, it's easily solvable. It just takes a little bit of thought because it's a different way of thinking. You know, when you spend your whole life, you know, reading articles and being the consumer of content, 
you know, or being the person who shops at the stores. Right. You're okay with two weeks away. Yeah. It's, it's easy to point out and go, it's ridiculous. I can't believe they have Christmas trees up. But when you're Walmart or any of these other stores, you could probably sit down and tell that customer like a million reasons why it's so much better that the Christmas trees are there right now rather than at the beginning of December. I can't imagine how much money they would be losing if they just waited an extra month. Yeah, it would probably be substantial. I mean, there's a reason why. I mean, Walmart, I, I, I geek out on the finances here. I think they only have about like a 3% to 5% profit margin on their products. Which is not a lot. That's, that is not a lot. No. So uh, they have to be kind of really good at what they do. So if they're doing it, it's probably because there's a lot of money backing the research showing like, this is the best way to do this. Yeah. You don't want someone to come into your store looking for Christmas decorations really early, not find them and then go to a different store. And I feel just so many times I've gone into small businesses and they just are not like, I try to give as much money to small businesses as I can, but there's been so many times where they, and some of them, I almost feel like they're like, we're small businesses, so or therefore we don't need to care about it. But I'll try to give them business and they don't have what we need. And then I walk out and then I end up going to the big stores who are catering to that. Mm -hmm. And as much as I love small businesses and I want to, you know, I love knowing my money is going to help a family. You can't kind of exist in, you know, feeling like, well, I'm a small business, therefore you know, you're not going to go to Walmart and buy your thing. You're going to wait for me to do it. It's like, no, don't be high maintenance. No, if I have a need, I'm going to get it taken care of. Like, exactly. Like the, the customer, you know, and I don't love the, the phrase, but in many cases it is the situation. The customer is always right. And guess what? If, if you're a small business, don't have a pretentious attitude of I'm a small business. Therefore you must love me. Like, no, uh, people will go to Walmart if you can't yeah. serve them. So just some things to consider when you're doing all of this. Seasonality does exist, and I and I honestly am of the opinion it exists for all businesses. So for publishing content, like how far in advance do you think that you have to plan? I ideally, I really like at least a month before the holiday to get into the search engines, and part of that is we don't do the force indexing in a disciplined way. We let it way. be natural. We do let Google just kind of do its thing, find the stuff naturally, and, and do that. I much prefer that we're like we said, we run our business very passively. I don't like to be on top of everything like that. And, you know, maybe I should just pay someone to do it. But so um, ideally, I do like to get our content out at least a month before a holiday. is. So our out. last Easter article should be a m getting published early March, probably a month before Easter then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because it's uh, Easter is a bit early this year, early ish this year. But uh, yeah, so we would have had it, you know, early March. So it just, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a very different way of thinking. But so, it's interesting. Yeah, it is. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fearless Together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot F-M. To your continued success.